This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Corbo Babino. Oh, 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 there he goes. It's Corbo Babino. Whoa, 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 Corbo the Crow. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. What? I just wrote a quick theme song for Corbo. Oh. <laughs> wrote, wrote is loosely used there. I don't know if that sounded improvised. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, let's pretend it was. Uh, then, of course, we've got, um, with another written song, uh, Emily Axford. Um, actually, no. I I uh, made f- I stood firm that I was going to do another acrostic Holy this shit. week. So I'm- uh, Could you at least sing it? Okay. Terraforming, agro-terrorist, robust, rose mommy, arable, gardener, odiferous, nursery owner. Yeah. That's so much better than mine. These, that sucks. these all have quasi Rescue Rangers theme. You guys remember? Well, Rescue that's it. His sounded like Rescue Rangers, so that's why I tried to Rescue go for that. Rangers, Ch- Ch- Chip and Dale. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> and then um, with a picture perfect um, uh, parody of the Rescue Rangers theme is uh, Lou Wilson, who was probably too young for that show. Lou Wilson. Jabar, Jabari, J J A B A R. I. 
Jabari. The Safari. Jabari. Jabari the Safari has been canceled on Fox Kids, everybody. Oh, come on. (laughs) Nobody watched past the theme song. The best part about that, at the end, you raised your eyebrows in the most vulnerable look I've ever seen. You know, I couldn't decide where to, like, draw the line of, like, are we going to just, are we, what if we, I was like, because when, before you did it, I was like, I'm just going to go off and we'll sing my own song. And then you kind of hit the Rescue Rangers thing and I was like, well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll figure it out. But then Murph gave me the out of being too young to re- res- uh, recognize the Rescue Rangers. So uh, I was like, let's, let's just do it. Yeah. I mean, we're all adults now, but that like five years when you're young, that's a that's a mm-hmm. huge difference. Yeah. that You'll miss all of Rescue Rangers in that time. It's a, cra- yeah. it's a crazy thing. Go straight thing. to Tailspin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed, I, hey, I st- I'm, I'm Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and Shaolin Showdown. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. I was watching Pokemon, but I was too old for it. But I watched it anyway. <laughs> I watched Pinky and the Brain, but when I was an adult, I watched reruns of it every single morning before work at my first job. <laughs> and you know, it's a, it, it holds up. Uh, all right, it's everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and get into a little recap. So right. last week, you guys interrogated the dying prophet Gideon in Pearl Hill. He warned you that you were on the wrong side and that fighting for anyone other than the Reaper was meaningless. Suddenly, a stranger appeared and warned you to burn his body before he could regenerate. After Tarragon did so with her dragon breath, the stranger revealed herself as Cadron of the Cindersworn, an imperial containment group that uses fire to stop the spread of undead. Joining Cadron in her war tent, you learned that the Empire was quietly backing Weimer's claim to the throne after the petty king Thurston Brightleap went rogue and began following Moxora. Cadron believed that now that Moxora had played her hand in Pearl Hill, it would be safe for them to burn down Jackalope Keep in Heronford. You expressed concern for the innocents behind the castle walls, and Cadron offered to help you evacuate them. After some discussion, you agreed and were teleported near a sewer grate, where Cadron mm. began crafting a teleportation circle. The three of you snuck around, warning various soldiers, nobles, and laborers until eventually clearing out the first floor of the castle. Curiously, you did not detect a response from the second floor, so went to investigate. There, you saw a pool of blood going unnoticed by two guards. Very alarming. Not good. Uh, When Jabari (laughs) recognized the stench of death, he went to draw his bow, but the guards suddenly leapt into action, revealing themselves as rotting zombies as they pounced. A lumbering monster of a king's guard began making his way down the hall, wielding a blood-soaked blade, and that's where we are now. Okay. All right. Hot start. Hot start today. So you are in this dark hallway just outside of the king's quarters on the second floor of the castle. These two zombies that are faster than the ones you've seen before are lunging for you, and this lumbering monster is making his way down the hall. Um, But before you can even loose your bow, Jabari, you guys see the king, Thurston Brightleap, unnaturally fast, moving like a wraith almost. You see some, like, necrotic energy uh, coming from him. He jumps out from the doorway of the king's chambers and gets between you and the undead, He holds his hands up to them, and they stop, standing completely still. 
their chests not even moving to breathe, their unfeeling muscles never tiring, never flinching. As he stands between you guys and the undead, you see he turns to you and he holds his hands up to you as well. Uh, You see he looks young and strong, jet black beard and hair. Uh, He's got a gold crown. He looks like ready for battle. He's got blackened plate on with red and gold ornamentation. He's got a huge two-handed mace at his side. And uh, you see he uh, looks at you with your bow drawn, Jabari, and he goes, Stop this. We all fight for Outerboro. Are you cravens? Jabari is not craven. And Jabari believes he has proven that many times. Uh, But Jabari believes, King, that you no longer fight for Outerboro. Jabari believes you fight for Maxora. What I'm fighting for is so much greater than Maxora. She left the castle not long ago, she and Kane. After the mess at Pearl Hill, she's seen fit to pursue other ways of achieving our goals. I stayed because I believe there is still good in you. I believe you can help us. Help you what? You see he motions for you to follow him, and you see he enters his chambers. <sighs> what? Oh, do we? Are we walking? Are we gonna? I go? think uh, let's make a little. Uh, let's make a little like circle with our backs to each other so no one can sneak up on us and then sort of scuttle like a crab across the ocean floor into his chambers. A classic formation of the experts. (laughs) Initiate crab. (laughs) You guys link up arms uh, forming a triangle all facing out um, and scuttle your way into the king's chambers. A move we've done a thousand times before. It's crazy the way that you fall back into old formations, right? It feels so natural. I mean, it's, 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 it is natural to feel my shoulders against yours. Like riding a bike. Uh, you guys see as you pass by the two zombies and the horror, they just continue staring forward. They were told to stop, and they just stop. And you guys enter the chambers. It is completely dark in here. It seems inhuman uh to for somebody to be staying in here all of the candles are out the fireplace is cold it's dark in here and the windows are open blowing in cold air you hear the creaking of ancient wood as the posts of his old bed gently rocks with the wind uh you see the king stands near the open window and he looks out and he goes they call us the prophets because the reaper speaks through us. Whatever else you've heard is lies, trickery. Am I the same as I was before? No, I have power, I have focus. I am no longer conflicted. But during that ritual, I made the choice to return. And so did the other prophets. You see, he turns and he faces you guys. Um, And again, he looks like he did when he was younger. He doesn't look like a monster, but there is a little something unnatural about the way he moves. The sort of necrotic wisps that you talked about, is that when he moves or is that just always around him? That It's it's like less around corona. him when he's not moving. It looks like it's something that he can kind of control. It's almost like your dragon wings, Tarragon. Hmm. He's kind of he's kind of in a way gotten what he always wanted. When he was younger 
and he was looking up to you guys on like the battlefield, he always wanted to be kind of this like unnaturally gifted warrior. And now he is that. What did you come back to do? Do you have a mission or a purpose? I do. I finally have a purpose. I no longer just fight for Outerboro. We fight for all of Eldermorn. Moxora's ritual allowed me to face the Reaper without facing his judgment to hear his divine word. It is no secret that he has long blamed humanity for harboring the trickster on the mortal plane, but he has always judged us fairly in death despite this, until recently. The Reaper has become aware of an imposter among us. The trickster has godly progeny hidden away in the great groves, but there is one posing as a mortal who chose to live and die as one of us. When that child grew old and passed, the trickster was somehow able to mask the truth from the Reaper's judgment, and their soul was sent back into the cycle to be reincarnated. So, so like a divine child? Somebody who has the blood of the gods, yes. And when the Reaper learned that there was a god amongst the mortals, he was angry and vowed never to let another soul pass into reverie until the child was found and delivered to him for true judgment. And I agreed to help him for the sake of humanity. All right, so... I. I think I understand the problem. It just feels like there's two different solutions. Right now you're searching for the you're searching for the child. But the other the other idea is that we could reason with the Reaper. We could change the Reaper's mind. You see he looks scared and he shakes his head. And this is the first everything you've seen about this dude since he came back, it was just all of the bravado of his youth. There are elements about him that are the same, but it's all just strength, passion, like all of this stuff. There's no doubt. When you bring up changing the Reaper's mind, you see he looks frightened for a second. Are you Craven? Am I Craven? No, but I'm not crazy. If you saw what I saw, if you knew the power that he held, it doesn't matter what he asks of us. This is the one God that stands between us and and heaven. The gatekeeper. We, we suffer here because of one soul, because of one person. Because of one God. So we suffer because of one God, and you want to help that God out. Want? What does this have to do with want? I don't want any of this. I want salvation. I have faced my mortality. I have grown old and been ready to rest, but there is none. Not until he is appeased. There is one god with power here. We are pawns playing his game. The faster we can get out of the game, the better. It doesn't matter if we think it's right. Can I do an insight check if this is truly honestly coming from the king I once knew? Or if this is just a very articulate puppet show? Uh, go ahead and give me an uh, insight check. Okay, that is a 16. A 16? This this guy clearly does not have complete control over himself. Like, he really looked up to you guys, and this idea that, like, you can't reason with him at all is strange, but 
you have no reason to believe that he's lying about deciding to come back. It's almost as if what you can kind of deduce probably happened is that he faced the Reaper. He made the decision to come back as one of his like thralls, essentially. Mm -hmm. And now here he is. And there are elements of his old personality here. But you can see like he if you were talking to this guy and you were talking about just like, you know, courtly politics or something like that, uh, you would see he would look torn or he would look upset or he would. And you are just talking to somebody who has made up their mind whenever Mm -hmm. even when you say, like, are you craven? He's just, you know, it doesn't affect his ego. It's just like, no, I'm not craven. This is how it is. Mm -hmm period. This is someone who is completely sure of themselves in a way that is frankly not human. King, I, I understand your drive. I do. I see it. And, um, I want to acknowledge that I think you're coming from a good place. Um, but I, even as a follower of the elder, if I never attain reverie, it was only ever supposed to be an ideal that taught me to be a, uh, a better person. And I've been to a grove and it is a beautiful place i think it's probably the closest thing to reverie that we have in eldermorn so it's difficult to think of uh you know letting the reaper have his way with some of what i've seen but maybe this is why fate brought us all together again this maybe this is why you brought me back what better hunters are there than the hexbloods who better to do Grim work for the greater good. You're right about that. No, you're right. You are. Yeah. You're right. That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Giovanni Jib- will not uh, argue with you that we are. If you want grim work done, <laughs> it is us who should do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Us. This guy knows what I'm talking about. You saw the cr- you saw the crab walk out there, right? I saw the crab walk. The crab walk was awesome. I, 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 right I, back I, into we all get together. It. We do a four way crab walk, it. and we go Shovel, through. We scurry. And we just get. Yeah. We start burning down all these grooves. We just go we through. Get across any surface. Well, that's yeah. not well. Okay. <laughs> that, that last part, Jabari does not like. Yeah, I um, you know, I I can't speak for all of the hex bloods, but I uh, I'll, I'll confess that I'm not totally on board with what you're talking about. Yeah, I tell you what, we're we are the right people for the job, but the job that you're describing is not the job that we're trying to accomplish. Does Does that make sense? When you've been around as long as us, you learn how to say no to jobs. You know, you don't take every job. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jabari cannot help but say, King, you did not see Prophet Gideon in the field and what he chose to do. Uh, The Prophet was murdering anyone he could to raise soldiers for the Reaper. And again, Jabari is deeply in love with the idea of grim work, but that is not (laughs) the nature of the work we do. I knew what Gideon was doing. Gideon was a true soldier of Outerborough. Okay. Jabari begs to differ. (laughs) If you will not help me, there are dozens, maybe over a hundred honored hexbloods buried in the royal crypt below this place. No, you will not. You will not turn our brothers and sisters against us. Yeah. However sick that may be. Jabari's going to put his hand on his bow and p- 
pull uh, an arrow back, still down, but pull an arrow back a quarter of the way. I'm a considering just going for a bane on this fucker. <laughs> I mean, King, it cannot be that way, if that is your intention. I have the power of a god on my side. Who are you to stop me? <laughs> Who are any of you to stop me? <laughs> Where are your heroes when you were a kid? And now, I am a prophet. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Let's do it. All right. 17. 11. 8. Okay, so Jabari, as you go and knock an arrow, you see um, he grabs uh, his two-handed mace uh, at initiative 20. It is on, baby. Uh, that is the uh. lair action. Um, the All first right. thing that happens, um, you see um, lightning fast, this strange like wraith energy around him. He spins uh, his mace, um, gets into like a fighting position, but then holds his hand out. Um, Jabari, you see emerging from a black and gray void behind you. Um, you look over your shoulder. You see uh, a casket appears. It opens, and you see a bright white light as it attempts to pull you in. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Fucking <laughs> rad. Jesus. <laughs> oh, get in the casket. Uh, that's going to be a, a 21. Oh, a 21. Um, you absolutely are able to resist it. Okay, thank God. Jabari, you um, are pulled back by some kind of crazy negative energy towards it. Um, you're able to essentially do a split um, and have uh, both feet on both sides of the casket um, and able to hop away um, with like a a powerful lunge using your hex blood abilities. Uh, you yes. see the casket snaps shut um, and disappears uh, at initiative 18, Corbo, that is you. Nobody takes Jabari on a ride. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am the driver of the safari. Uh, who's, in the, it's, who's in this room? It's just us and the king? It's just you guys and the king. The um, zombies and stuff out in the hall have not act acted yet. All right. Well, I'm just going to try something. Uh, just for flavor, I'm going to take my um, studded quarterstaff and chuck it really hard against a wall like a boomerang and then uh, hit the king with my fists. Whoa! <laughs> uh, I see you two pull out your weapon and then just do something else. <laughs> now I know where I learned Shit, it. I don't know if I have a weapon. But I have mastered it. 21 to hit? Uh, 21 would hit, but he's going to go ahead and um, use parry. Uh, uh, use his reaction to add four to his AC. Uh, you see he All blocks, right. he swings the hammer back around um, and cracks your hand as it gets close. Uh, gotcha. Spins his mace around. All right, while my staff's still knocking around the walls, I'm going to take another attack. Uh, that's not going to hit either. That's a 18 to hit. Um, you go to swing back around. Um, you were used to having to take it easy on this dude um, when he was younger uh, so that he wouldn't get super frustrated being this, like, you know, sort of in entitled 20-something dude who's, who's trying to show off in front of uh, the other knights and things like that. And now he is inhumanly fast. Right. Um, you see he dodges out of the way um, and just uh, clubs you in the back with his fist uh, as you go to try to hit mm. him. You really ain't the same king, are you? I'm going to use a key point and uh, take a flurry of blows on him. Sweet. That is a nat 20. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. He goes, ha, 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 no, I'm not. I'm a whole new... <laughs> Go back around with an uppercut. 19 damage. And, we uh, love to see that. As I land that final bro blow, I 
hold my hand up and I catch the staff. That's what I was hoping for. It was, it was really gonna suck if I didn't hit once and had to catch it. <laughs> a long walk to get to that, but I get what you were going for. After your turn, that is the Petty King's turn. Uh, he is going to go ahead and take some cracks at, uh, take two cracks at Corbo here. First one is a 19 to hit. That is my AC, that hits. Second one is only a 15 to hit, so hits on the first one, uh, cracks you across the back for 17 damage, spins the giant mace around, uh, and almost appears below you. Uh, again, sort of like uh, going translucent and turning into a wraith, swinging back up, but you're able to dodge out of the way. Jesus. Uh, that is Tarragon's turn. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm just going to try to fucking hit him. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew! Finally, all of my training has paid off! <laughs> Two hex bloods at once! 21 to hit. Fuck! That hits. <laughs> <laughs> ah! That's going to be seven damage, and I'm going to use a key point to try to stun him. Uh, what does he do? Constitution save? Yeah. All right. That is only an eight, um, but he is going to go ahead and burn a legendary resistance. All right. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to unhinge my jaw and breathe some fire on him so he oh has to oh Jabari, Jabari, look, look. Oh, hold on, I'm doing the splits to avoid going into a casket. Uh, oh, wait yeah, one my second. Mouth, my jaw is about to do the splits. <laughs> Cute fire. Uh, you open your mouth and uh, breathe fire. Uh, does he do a deck save or what? Yeah, he does a deck save. Okay. That one is a 16 to save. That might be what he needs. Deck save 16. Okay, so yeah, he does. He still takes half damage, um, and I rolled well, so he still takes five damage. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to spend another key point to Flurry of Blows. Okay. Let's go. Uh, this time it's a dirty 20. Does that hit? Dirty 20 does hit. Okay, that's 10 more damage. Nice. Uh, I'm going to spend another key point to try to stun him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Okay, let's see. He's got a plus four to con. That's a 15 to save. Yeah, that's a fail. Okay, 15 is a fail. Gonna have to burn another legendary resistance. Okay, uh, since I flurried of blows, I have one more unarmed attack. It's also gonna be a uh, 21. Wow. So another another 10. I'm rolling the same numbers. Uh, another 10 damage, and then I'm going to spend another key point to try to stun him again. Good God. <laughs> if there you burn all my legendary resistances in one turn, I'm going to be so pissed. Okay. Let's see if I can... You know what? New dice. Let's see if I can naturally beat this so that's stop having to miss, burn my fucking miss, shit. Beat miss, it naturally. Miss. Come on, Bert. God damn it. I rolled a nat four. Uh, burned third legendary resistance. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I turn back to Jabari and Corbo and I say, I think he's ready to be stunned. <laughs> uh, Jabari looks at you and goes, yes, he is. <laughs> uh, what an intense turn. Um, yeah, you see, um, Corbo uh, is, is trying to get the feel of uh, this new version of this king. They're going back and forth, lands a really good shot on him. Um, he strikes back and lands a good shot on you, but you're able to dodge a second one. Uh, Tarragon in a flash, like almost like blinking in and out of existence, flies in, um, gets a couple attacks off. Um, uh, looks like she's about to stun him a couple times. Uh, he has to use like magic to save himself. Um, you see she breathes fire on him as he has to shield himself to guard himself by some of the flames, she's able to uh, get under his arms and under his weapon um, and do a couple <laughs> more strikes like in the ribs. 
<laughs> she, I lean in right before I like uh, bob back out. I lean in and I say, I may look like an old lady, but I don't fight like one. Damn, you burned <laughs> off one of my eyebrows, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is good to feel the heat again. Uh, and he goes, and I may look like a human, but I don't fight like one. You don't look that human. No, you've I got sort of human, though, right? energy coming off you. No. Are you craving? <laughs> He is going to go ahead and use two legendary actions, um, and he is going to make a special attack on Tarragon. Um, you see, okay. he's uh, moving back and forth um, as he like bobs and weaves. You see, he's got this like wraith kind of going with him. You see, it separates from him and mm-hmm. uh, looks like a copy of him essentially, but um, yeah, like translucent, a shadowy duplicate. Um, okay. is going to reach out and attempt to grab Tarragon by the neck. That is 19 to hit. That is my armor class. Okay, um, you see um, grabs uh, Tarragon by the neck um, and begins choking her. Um, you are restrained <sighs> for the time being, um, but you see uh, this <sighs> other version of the king is holding Tarragon up and uh, that is Jabari's turn. Jabari uh, is uh, going to uh, say to the king, uh, you think that you can take two hex bloods? What of three? Uh, and I'm going to cast, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use sharpen the blade on my axe. Oh, um, and, oh yeah. New uh, weapon. will charge uh, at him uh, with claw aloft. Mm. That's going to be 18 on the first one. Uh, 18 misses. Okay, second attack. Oh my god. That's gonna be 17. Good god. Uh, you do have the, you remember we have, a, you can use a d4 and add it oh, uh, sometime. I'll add that d4. Uh, first one was what, 18? Yeah. Uh, 18 becomes a 22. That hits. Uh, 15 points of damage, and nice. I will burn a key point to turn that into a stunning strike. Okay. Oh yeah. I will tell you guys, uh, I've been rolling so bad. Um, I'm going to bust out my one dice that um, I felt bad about using because I was rolling really good with it before. Is it that one that's uh, white with gold uh, numbers on no, it? No, it's a pink one with um, very big Whoa. numbers on it. It's been oh, that's one of my, my Little Pony dice. <laughs> I'm going to use the My Little Pony <laughs> dice. It's been lucky for me in the past. Let's see. God damn it. Uh, it's turning lucky for us. That's a 11. That ain't a 16. That ain't even close. Uh, Jabari gets in there first time in a while. Uh, he's been using his bow, gets in there with the axe. Um, this dude is surrounded on all sides uh, by Hexbloods, uh, and Jabari is able to uh, slash him one time, uh, swings around, spins his axe around, hits him with the butt of the axe, uh, and you see he looks dazed. Yes! After Jabari, you see in the hallway this lumbering monster and these two zombies um, begin to rush towards the door. Uh, You see this one dude with this hooked blade um, and the two zombies are uh, just leaping into action, getting ready to go. And you suddenly see a fireball blow them back. Um, uh, And you see through the flames in the doorway and all of this smoke, you see Cadron uh, of the Cindersworn uh, in the doorway goes, hurry, Hexbloods, we do not have long before we must burn all the undead. You see that the fire has um, begun in the castle here. Uh, You see in this window, uh, you see the sun beginning to peak over the horizon. um, And you know that that is when they had planned on... uh, raising uh, the 
the area within the castle here. Okay, so the vibe is that uh, the castle is now being set on fire and we are in danger of getting burned down with it. Um, you, you hear, uh, Cadron's just going to answer you. You hear Cadron go, yes, there were uh, zombies and whatnot in the crypt below. Uh, after the innocents were saved, I came here and, uh, started prematurely burning the castle. I hope that's cool with everyone. Not that I care. We are the cinder swan. We burn undead. We do not turn undead. Okay. First off, I got to say I turn undead and I kind of take issue with the fact that you kind of single that out as a stupid thing, but yeah, it's cool with me. Uh, sweet. Uh, yeah, you see uh, this. Uh, you see she's going to be busy tied up with these other dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see like one of the zombies uh, looks extremely hurt by this fireball. Um, but the big dude is kind of going toe to toe with her here. Back up to the top of the round. That is initiative 20 as this room um, fills with smoke and you see fire in the hallway. This version of the king, this wraith that is holding up Tarragon uh, from him emerge a bunch of tiny specters who begin flying around the room with spectral swords slashing just a thousand cuts. Um, Everybody go ahead and give me uh, dexterity saves. And I do that with disadvantage, right? Because I'm restrained. Yes. So Tarragon, you will have disadvantage on dex saves. Uh, Yeah. This it's like avoiding insects almost. Uh, Jabari 25. Okay. Oh yeah. Corbo got a 27. But I will, I will, I'll let you give me a little haircut if you want. Just take a little <laughs> off the bottom of the old pony. That's good. You're going to take half damage already. Oh, fuck. Cut off his pony. But leave the other eyebrow. With this advantage, I still got a 17. Uh, a 17 actually passes. Um, yes. You guys, wow. all, it was, 17 was the DC. You guys see um, Tarragon as she's struggling, um, being choked uh, by this wraith. Um, you see she's able to do some crazy acrobatics where she <laughs> is putting her hands, putting just enough move to be able to move her neck enough that she's literally swinging her legs back and forth, dodging these dudes. I'm John Wick. Yeah, uh, mm. you guys are all still, uh, even half, they're still all going to take 20 damage. Well, wow. we have evasion. Ooh, so when if you- you are the effect that allows you to make a deck saving throw to take only half damage, you instead take no damage if you, you guys succeed on the saving throw. You all take wow. no damage. And we only would have taken half damage if we failed. Good God. Oh my God. You absolute Thank dickheads. Thank you, Lou. I, was, I just I input 20 damage. I didn't question it at all. <laughs> yeah. Thank um, God you're here. Yes. Um, so you guys fully evade this. Um, Tarragon's cool thing just actually fully works, and she does it. Look at that complicated pinata. Incredible <laughs> neck work. That is Corbo's turn. Sorry, seems like you can't handle three explodes, can you? Unstun me! Are you craving? <laughs> Find me when I'm unstunned! Drop my friend. Why don't you drop my friend? I'll, if, if, if you can somehow unstun me, I'll drop your friend, but I don't think you can. I don't think I can either, but why don't you drop her and we'll find Get out. Get me to leave! <laughs> I command it! Your king commands it! Um, all right, so I'm going to go to throw my quarterstaff again, but then just hang on to it because it's like the same amount of damage. So I'm just going to hit you in the face with the staff this time. <laughs> Fine. You don't have to describe everything, man. That's a crit. What? I do. I'm very verbose. <laughs> on you. Um, all right, I'll take my second attack. That is a 28 to hit on the second um, attack. Yeah, both hit. Great. 25 damage. Sweet. And I'm going to spend a key point to uh, give a flurry of blows. These come with advantage as well? Yep. Great. 16 to hit on the first one. Misses. Damn, and it's only an 18 hit on the second one. Uh, misses. Um, you see he's still a big bulky dude with a lot of armor. Huh. 
Way to punch metal, idiot. I hit it with a stick. I didn't punch it. <laughs> that is fucking King Brightleap's turn. He uh, stunned. I am stunned. Uh, that is uh, Tarragon's turn. Okay. Wow. So, Tarragon, um, at the top yeah. of your turn, we are going to deal with the fact that um, this dude is choking you. Go ahead and first give me a constitution saving throw. 11. Uh, 11 is a fail. Tarragon, you feel him squeeze you and fill you with necrotic energy. Uh, you take 17 damage. Okay. Um, and at the start of your turn, you can uh, attempt a strength saving throw to break free. All right. So I'll try my strength saving throw. Uh, 12 is not going to do it. Nope. Okay. I'm just going to do a second level guiding bolt on this guy. Okay. All right. Since I can't get to him. Uh, that is definitely going to hit. That is a 26 to hit. That hits. Um, okay. Just burst of radiant energy comes from Tarragon as she wrestles with this wraith. <laughs> Making the most of a bad situation. 18 radiant damage. Wow. <laughs> um, and then as a, I'm going to spend a key point to dodge as a bonus action. And what does that do? That's plus two AC? Uh, no, it means that uh, anyone who attacks me has disadvantage, so that would undo any advantage they would get from uh, attacking restrained. me while I'm restrained. That's that, that's that thinking right uh, there. After Tarragon's <laughs> turn, that is Jabari's turn. Uh, great. Let's uh, And uh, so because of the whole stunning thing, I can't stunning strike him because he's not stunned. He's not until unstunned the end of until your the turn. end of the turn. Yes. Great. Well, then we'll just take advantage of some, uh, some advantaged hits. Do it with disadvantage. I dare you. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first one's going to be a 20 to hit. Uh, hits. Uh, wow, another 20 to hit, but still that's like an eight with yeah. what I have. Yeah, uh, both, both hit. We'll burn two key points to make these both death strikes. So 36, and then I'll use a key. I'll use my bonus action to make a key empowered strike. Wow. That's going to be a 30, but that's only... Uh, that's only going to be nine more points of damage. 45 damage turn. <laughs> Not too shabby. Hey, well, let's bad. rack up. While he's stunned, let's rack him up. Yeah, uh, yeah. starting to starting to look um, uh, pretty messed up after Jabari's turn. Um, he does get his wits uh, back about him. There you go. Now now we can make this a little more interesting. There, okay? there is the king. There we are. <laughs> yes. Now that Tell you what, we'll let cheating. you have a turn before Corbo stuns you. Cheaters! I want to <laughs> fight two of you. Oh, come on. Paragon is, is in the in, is in your hands and yeah. still whooping your ass. <laughs> yeah. You're crushing my windpipe, but I'm still crushing you. We will see who crushes who. He's going to use two legendary actions from the outside, Tarragon and Corbo. You guys see the king beginning to cast a spell, but Jabari, you see the room begins to flicker you, you almost have like deja vu. You see the king as a young man. Um, you see him blowing a war horn. You look around you. You're no longer in this castle. Uh, and you have this thought like, was this all a strange dream? This is where I am. I need to focus. And you are in a valley um, above Outerborough. This was the battle that the young king made a name for himself. Um, and you guys helped him do it. Um, you had just won what was seen as a major victory 
at the start of the war, you beat this army of giant barbarians in the valley to the north of Outerborough and caused them to retreat. But after pushing them back, you guys found out that this army was a decoy and that as you gave chase, chasing them off, you were attacked on all sides by giant barbarians coming out of the mountains. Um, hundreds of the Empire soldiers died in this fight, um, but you guys were ultimately victorious. So while it was this like huge blunder, it turned into this legend called um, the Stand at Northborough. Um, so you are at the stand at Northborough, um, you see these giant barbarians in patchwork armor descending from above, 20 feet tall. They jump from absurd heights. Um, when they hit the ground, um, there's a thunderous crash that shakes the earth. Dozens of soldiers fall over immediately, huge chunks of snow and ice falling from the nearby peaks, like hundreds of mini avalanches. The giants wield huge axes and hammers. People are screaming. It's chaos all around you. Um, you see they're taking out three or four soldiers in a single swing. Um, you see the king, young and inexperienced, is caught unaware and is unhorsed um, with a mighty swing. Um, and you see the giant is going to swing down on him. Um, Jabari, go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw. Mm, I see what okay. this spell is doing. Uh, uh, great. I get a minus one on this roll. Oh, dear. That was so close to a nat 20. Oh. Instead, it's a seven. Okay. Oh. oh, my God. Jabari, you see your king in danger. My king uh, and uh, Jabari, uh, without thought, just full on bows out, charging toward the giant, trying to notch arrows in him. After the king casts this spell, Corbo and Tarragon, you guys see Jabari pulls his bow on Corbo and starts getting ready to shoot him. Jabari? Hey, Jabari, uh, Jabari, it's me. Jabari, uh, hey, uh, join it's us in the present moment. Right. Off of the hey. king! Get off no. of the king! <laughs> this isn't, this isn't <laughs> even the king! You gotta take a trip down memory line. Maybe remember Are you how crazy? his mom fucked us over. He's finally speaking some sense! <laughs> join me! That is the lair action. Corbo, go ahead and give me a dex check. That's, that is a 25. A 25. Corbo, you see from below you, two spectral hands reach out and grab at your ankles and attempt to yank you down, um, but you're able to no, thank you. jump up no, thank you. at the last second, um, and you are able to avoid it. Uh, only Jabari takes me on a ride. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is your turn, Corbo. All right, so I want to get Terry unstuck. Okay. Um, as fun as uh, it is to watch the king try to hit her and miss while he's holding her, it's still, I'm going to try to help her out. Okay. So um, go ahead and Corbo, I will say you can do a dex check instead of a strength check, if you would like, um, for freeing Tarragon, but it's going to be the same DC. Uh, All right, because cool. you are not stuck, so you can... Um, attempt to damage the wraith or something like that. She has to kind of um, force her way out. Gotcha. Uh, Terry, it doesn't look like you really need my help, but, you know, fuck it. That <laughs> no, is a nat I 20. Do. I do oh. need your help. Uh -huh. That's three. Damn, on the day. Good That's God. three on the day? Wow. This man can't be Corbo's stopped. Corbo's big day. Uh, Corbo, you see that Jabari is about to start shooting at you. Um, you do like a standing backflip back. Um, do like yeah, a... Right. 
spinning roundhouse kick um, and eviscerate this wraith that is holding up Tarragon. Uh, Tarragon, you just land in a three-point stance. <laughs> I land with like my uh, my hand on the ground and like my two feet, almost like I look like I'm about to be in a sprinting race. And then I like look up with my dragon eyes. It's yeah, cool. I had is to, what I'm yes. trying to say. <laughs> I had to stop that guy. Anybody that's getting in the way of the unleashing of the dragon does not does not deserve to be here. Thank you, Corpo. You made that look easy. Yeah. No. You. Uh, your fire breath is very necessary. <laughs> Um, and then I'm going to spend, I'll spend a key point and do a flurry of blows on the king. Great. That is a 27 on the first one. That yep. hits. And a 25 on the second. Yep. Both hits. Can't even yes. parry. So that's 26 and I'll try to, and I'll spend a key point to try to make it stunning. Good yeah. God. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, I feel bad because when my turn comes, I'm going to try and kill you. But right now, <laughs> yeah, this well, is exciting. On your turn, let's not go. <laughs> Yes, but at, at, at this current moment, let us proceed okay. to go. Um, <laughs> it's got to be a 16 on the dice. Come on. Come on. Uh, that is a natural 17. Uh, he is not. Ah! Ooh, we thank more. God. We got more in the tank. Come on now. Thank God. Okay. After Corbo, um, he is going to use one legendary action um, and take a swing on Corbo. All right. Good Lord. That's only 16. Um, misses. Great. Corbo, you are yes, does. absolutely getting the better of him. Another backflip. How dare you? Uh, but then that is his turn, and he goes, Jabari, two on two. Let's take these guys. <laughs> um, in, in your memory, Jabari, you just see him on the ground being like, help. Oh, my king. Uh, <laughs> help, my hero. Um, I'm coming, my king. He's going to swing he's twice. Jabari singing. On Corbo. <laughs> my king. Enough with the sing song, Jabari. You're scaring me, man. Uh, okay, shout out to the Tuker on one of them, but the other one hits. Nice. 22 damage, Corbo. All right. Um, and then, Tarragon, that is your turn. Okay, I am going to just go after this fucker. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Does a 18 hit? 18 does not hit. 25 hits? 25 does hit. Yeah. His parry's only okay. plus four. Can't block uh, it. Nine points, and I'm gonna stunning strike. Let's God. go. Stun him. Con saves for you all day. Don't bro. let him stun me, Jabari. <laughs> My king. Okay, come on. That's a nat five. That is a nine yeah. total, and he's fucking stunned. Fuck and me. Then We're stunned. We're all stunned. Okay, We're and then I'm stunned. going to try and hit again. And it's going to be a 19. Does a 19 hit? 19 does not hit. Okay, um, that is my turn. Jabari, that is your turn. Um, you see this giant about to swing down on the king. Um, go ahead and make your attacks as you would. Uh, yes, I look <laughs> look to this uh, king, or uh, this uh, giant. I say, unhand the king of out uh, at the borough. Uh, and uh, first, well, why? <laughs> uh, that's going to be an 18 to hit. Uh, that's to hit Corbo. Corbo? Yes. That just misses. Okay. Corbo, uh, you I dodge out have, of the way. I don't <laughs> have sharpened the blade on my bow, so it's just the regular plus nine. And the second one is going to be a 19. Okay. That, that one hits. hits. How how hard do I have to go, Murph? Is Finish really, him, Jamari. Get him off me. <laughs> Are you asking if you have to do a stunning strike? <laughs> yes, Get him I'm off me, Jamari. I, 
I'm wondering how hard do I have to go? Is it key points hard? It is key points it's... hard. Yeah. You're treating all wow. our former uh, allies as enemies. Murph, this is a clever way to try to use our key points also. Yeah. Okay. I'm Very going to clever. Use, uh, I'm going to use a death strike. Okay. One key point. Uh, do you, uh, death strike. 14 points of damage. Okay. Wait, is this uh, arrows or your or the axe? This is my arrows. I switched to the bow. Oh, so I should I can try to deflect missile, can I? Sweet. Yeah, go ahead and use a you can use your reaction. I think he'll he's gonna negate it entirely. It's fourteen total. Okay. And I'm able to yeah. deflect Yeah. I'm deflecting twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Corbo, you are able to completely block it. Oh, and then because nice. I used key that turn, I'll use my bonus action to make a key fueled strike. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that is a shout out to the two crew. Good and only God. Yes. <laughs> Can we just say that one turns into a high five? There's part somewhere in my brain. I'm fighting. I'm fighting this. Uh, yes. Famously, uh, J- Jabari, you really messed up this fight. The, uh, this giant um, uh, tarragon uh, had to help you with it. Um, you see, yes. you are, are shooting and missing. It's always a team effort. You can't be a crab with just two legs. Amen. <laughs> wow. Wow. So the language of this is that um, he gets to redo the saving throw if he damages an ally or an ally damages him. He did not damage an ally. So Jabari <laughs> stays charmed. Oh. What? Yep. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I should have let him hit um, me. At the, uh, after uh, Jabari's turn. Ah, oh, fuck. That is, um, you see, Kadrin uses uh, another, like, flame strike. Um, you see those zombies go down. Um, you see fire is and smoke is building up on here. You see sun is starting to come up outside. And she goes, we do not have much time, Hexbloods. We must head out. That is back up to initiative 20. That is the lair action. On the lair action, um, you guys once again see this casket come up. Corbo, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. All right. 22. Once again, do a split over the casket. Corbo rolls too fucking high for you to touch him. Somebody get in the damn casket! (laughs) (laughs) I'm honestly curious at this point. Corbo, that is your turn. Okay, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna. I'll attack the king. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my hand. I'm gonna try to punch him in the head. Okay. Um, that is a, tw- a dirty twenty to hit. Uh, dirty twenty. Uh, would hit, but he's gonna. Oh wait, he can't fucking use reactions. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me forever. Um, he, yeah, he, he gets hit. He gets hit. Great. All right, a dirty twenty and another and a nat twenty. All okay. right, Are you, is that quadro, yeah. dude? That's insane. Four. That's quadro. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> fuck me. Well, it helps me roll rolling with advantage. This is All just right. what I. That's I, true. Corbo's been the one who gets to roll with advantage every time, so yeah, it, right. it makes sense. I think Good it's Lord. above the. Good it's Lord. above the belt. Is that what <laughs> yeah. you call it? That yeah, you keep rolling above the twenties. Yeah, it's above the belt. <laughs> so that's twenty-seven damage. Good God. Um, I'm gonna use a key point for flurry of blows and. Am, can I use a? I have that ability where I could use a hand of harm and a hand of healing, and I'd like to slap Jabari and heal him. Ooh. But if I can't, then I'm just gonna slap him and and hurt him because I'm okay. I'm trying to uncharm. This yeah, guy. you need to hurt him to uncharm him. All right. So I'm gonna split these two hits, right? So I'm gonna do one against the king and one against Jabari. Great. Yeah. So yeah, you've got um, two two enemies on both sides of you. I only rolled a shout out to the two crew against the king. Okay. So I got to just try to hit Jabari. Great. 
Does a 22 hit you, Jabari? Oh, that hits Jabari right square in the face. <laughs> okay. right. And I've never been more excited to give my to, to announce that my AC was beaten. Uh, go ahead and do your go ahead and do your damage. Corbo, what are you doing? He, he thinks he's somewhere else. I'm trying to bring him back to this castle. <laughs> Fuck, that's a uh, that's pretty it's as, almost as much as I can do that's 12 you see Derek uh, you see Corbo wallops Jabari <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, Jabari go ahead and give me a charisma saving throw okay again minus one to these rolls that's gonna be a 10 good god okay uh, you guys see Jabari is still charmed Tarragon, that is your turn. You see the king okay. looks pretty hurt, Tarragon. I know. I think I'm going to focus up on the king for a okay. hot second. Uh, going to attack him once. Uh, that is going to be 21. Hits. Six damage. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to breathe fire on him. He automatically fails Ugh. because he's stunned. Yes. Fair. Fucking yes. <laughs> so that's another only nine, only nine fire damage. Hey, okay. nine's nine. And then I'm out of key points, so I'm just gonna try. I think I think I'm just gonna try to hit this guy one more time. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-five to that hit. That hits. And that is another ten damage. Tarragon, finish him. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, there it is. What there I would like is. to do is I would like to get him in, like, wrestle him into a headlock and then wait for right the moment that Jabari's going to attack <laughs> Corbo and then jump in the way and <laughs> catch the arrow with the king's body. Uh, yeah, you see you're able to overpower him. Um, he is stunned. Uh, you summon all of the power of the dragon. You've just burned him. Um, you grab him and you push him as Jabari loses an arrow uh you see goes right through the middle of his head i like dodge out of the way as it like comes out the back of his head and <laughs> Fuck yeah. as he Whoa. dies um jabari suddenly you are in the castle uh you've just killed the king uh you're surrounded by fire what you. Oh, oh, Jabari was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yes. okay. We made good use of your arrow. <laughs> right. In, in cra- King number two. That's two, man. That's Woo! fucking crazy. Yeah. You this... gotta rename. Wait, what do you call your bow? Oh, this is Fang. You should rename uh, Fang King Killer. <laughs> yeah. It's just Crown a good name. Uh, you, see, as, you see, as um, this arrow hits the king and he drops, um, you see Cadron has finished dealing with these zombies in the hall, um, runs in uh, as the fire's all around and goes, come now to the sky. There is still work to be done. This will all be for naught if the uh, other hexbloods rise. To the where? She is going to go ahead and cast fly on um, everybody. Okay. Um, Cool. And um, you see uh, she is going to take her movement um, and she is going to fly out the window. Jabari is going to take a real quick second and just um, uh, cut the king's head off and bring it with us. (laughs) Oh, Um, my good God. (laughs) uh, Let me just. uh, Jabari's just. Oh, one second. And it's just going to bring Claw down uh, and uh, like kind of. Rip it off, uh, hair Emotionless and all. as a butcher. Damn, you uh, fucking, one second, like you forgot to turn off the coffee pot or something, but damn. <laughs> no, this is this is important. Uh, and, <laughs> Jabari, when you turn on someone, you turn. Well, it's it, 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 he, 
it's, it's not okay. Awesome. It's just not <laughs> yeah. okay. It's, it's not, not okay. okay what he did. Um, the king really liked us. He would have wanted us to have his head. I think. <laughs> See, that is what Jabadi is thinking. Uh, and yeah, uh, claw in one hand, uh, the king's head in the other. Jabari is going to fly off <laughs> into the sky. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I am too. I think that it's like almost like in like a in like a cartoon or something. I go like fully stiff pencil and then like. Uh, shoot into the sky. <laughs> um, I, I walk over to Lake and I say, we would never ever be able to do this otherwise, but let's give it a shot. And then I ride Lake into the sky like, it's, <laughs> like she's Pegasus. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Um, You guys uh, jump out the window. You guys all fly out into the sky and see um, the gray sky uh, of a grim dawn sun barely peeking over the horizon you see um besides cadron the other dozen cinder sworn are all floating in the air above the castle like the whole area behind the castle wall um they're all wearing the red robes and gold masks um you see as you guys all gather together um you see about half of them begin flying around and casting grease spells creating a Mm. circle within the castle wall uh, to begin the fire. 
Uh, and you guys, the historical do... preservationist side of me is a little, a little <laughs> bit feeling this. Well, you guys do see. Um, Undead begin stumbling out of the burning keep. Uh, like a lot of them are already on fire, but these dudes look pretty powerful. Um, you see, Cadrin gives the signal, and you see uh, the other six uh, cast powerful fireballs into the grease, setting the entire area aflame. There's this initial explosion. You see uh, the zombies, uh, most of them are reduced to ash, um, and you see the various uh, buildings begin to fall. Can Terrigan get in on this and breathe some fire as well? I still have some yeah. fire to breathe. Uh, Terrigan, you uh, breathe fire. <laughs> Just like flying in the air, breathing yes. fire. And you see... Um, <laughs> Uh, the Cinder Sworn are chanting uh, as they concentrate to keep the fire going. There's this initial like explosion of this fireball, but they're specialists. They're using something to be able to like keep it going consistently. Um, and you hear them all at once go, "Rise, fire, rise! Flames to kill what is already dead. Burn, fire, burn! Turns to ashes to begin again." Wait a second. Terrigan stops blowing fire for a second. Was there a royal greenhouse? Was there a royal greenhouse? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Terrigan oh. continues blowing flame. <laughs> you guys see the flames continue to rise until the castle itself collapses. Um, you guys see Cadrin gives a signal, um, and together the Cinder Swarm slow the burn to a less destructive level, high enough to kind of weed out any undead that managed to um, survive the blast, but low enough that you can now see the smoke and cinders of the rubble. You see Cadrin looks at you, Tarragon, and gives you a respectful nod when suddenly she's struck by a flying two-handed mace. You see she is thrown back by a massive concussive hit and the concentration breaks on her fly spell, the three of you begin falling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and out of the rubble, you see two chains of necrotic energy shoot out at Corbo and Tarragon. Um, we are going to stay in initiative. What? You, uh, you guys uh, will have to do perception checks to see where all of this is um, coming from. Um, but you guys are wow. falling out of the sky. Um, that is your turn, Cor Corbo. All right. Can I can I do a perception check to uh, see? Yeah, go ahead and do a perception check. It's a 14. Corbo, you see crawling out of the rubble is the headless king, armor smoldering, smoke coming off of his body. You see parts of his armor has broken off and his skin is melted off there, um, but his skeletal remains are there, um, bursting with necrotic power. Um, and you also see about a dozen uh, of these specters that had come out to fly at you guys begin flying around and attacking the Cinder Sworn. Um, and you see they are tied up with those guys. Um, Corbo, that is your turn. All right. Can I swing on the? Can I swing anything on the king right now? Am I close enough? Um, I will say, uh, what is your movement? Fifty feet. The range on this attack that he has started to do on you is 60 feet. So I'm going to say he's 60 feet away. But if you have anything ranged you would like to do, you can try. Uh, I don't have anything. I might. Can I just hold a reaction? Sure. Yeah. All right. 
Um, you can take a defensive stance because you see he's about to attack you, which gives you plus two to AC. All right, cool. I'm I'm gonna take a defensive stance in front of my dog, so nothing bad happens. To oh, cute. Uh, so yeah, you and um, you guys are monks, so um, you guys um, fall um, and you're able to do like a tuck and roll. You grab a Lake as uh, the concentration breaks on this fly spell, um, and you guys tuck and roll as you hit the ground. Um, you see this. Um, like spectral chain coming at you. Um, you throw your arms up to block it. Um, that is King Brightleaf's turn. Uh, he's gonna go ahead and roll these two attacks. Would have been a 19 to hit uh, Corbo, uh, but All his right. armor class is higher. Uh, so Mrs. Corbo, Corbo, you're able to, um, you see, um, you go to block Lake. Lake doesn't want you blocking for her. She bites your calf. You turn around, pissed at her, and the chain goes right by your head as uh, as it misses you. Um, other one is going to go for Tarragon. That is going to be a 23 to hit Tarragon. That hits. Tarragon, you are hit for 26 damage. Okay. And you are grappled. Oh. Um, and you see this seems to give him some power. Um, uh, this chain connects to Tarragon and uh, you see he's able to like absorb power from it. Um, and you see his body begins to like shake as if charged. That is Tarragon's turn. Uh, I'm just going to do another guiding bolt at him. Okay. Uh, 19, does that hit? 19 does not hit. Oh wait, I can use my uh, plus four. Uh, 22. 22 hits. Very All right. Nice. Uh, you shoot. He shoots you. He grabs you. You without missing a beat, just throw another bolt back at him. That's gonna be fourteen radiant damage, and I don't have any key points, so I think I'm just gonna look to. Is there anything I can do to try to get out of this grapple? Yes. Uh, at the end of your turn, um, you can try to escape. Uh, you can do Dex this time. Uh, DC fifteen. Eight plus nine, seventeen. Uh, you break free. <gasps> Here we go. Get off nice. of me, bitch. And I definitely back up behind Jabari because I know that I'm pretty hurt and I can't be healed. At the end of Tarragon's turn, he is going to go ahead and use three legendary actions. He, uh, he's he got the one chain connected to Tarragon that just broke away. Um, he uses his other hand. He sends a cord of negative energy that connects him to Corbo. Uh, and that is that is a save that you will do later. For now, it is just connected to you. All right. That is Jabari's turn. Okay. Uh, Jabari takes a real quick look at the head he's carrying. Uh, um, you see, see. It, is, it is trying to bite you. Put me back. Uh, Are you craving? <laughs> Fight me. Uh, Fight me as I'm whole. Oh, you, you quiet, you. Uh, yes. And I'm going to shove it in my pack next to the cot. Uh, <laughs> you must break really... the curse. Give me my head back. That's how this works. Yeah. I promise. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I put uh, the head away. I'm going to use uh, my bonus action. Again, cut myself on my own blade. Uh, grab my bow. My blood for whatever is left in him. Uh, and I uh, will cast Hex on this body. Sweet. And then I'll take, uh, with a bonus action, and then I will take two bow attacks. Uh, first one is a 24 to hit. Uh, 24 hits. Great. Second one. Second one's a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 does not hit. Uh, that's going to be 12 damage. Corbo, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. You see, as it hits him, uh, you see this wave of negative energy goes through the cord. Corbo, go ahead and give me a con saving throw. 
So he's taking right. damage. Uh, 15. Uh, that's a fail. Um, so Corbo, you take six, and uh, this dude takes six. Corbo, Jafari, Jabari is so sorry that this <laughs> keeps happening. All right. you are just, hey, I, I do not. <laughs> at, at least now you're hurting both of us, man. That's okay. I, I, Jabari still does not like it. Then you guys see, on initiative 20, the lair action. Once again, spectral hands shoot out of the rubble, out of the ground. Everybody this time, go ahead and give me dex checks. Dex saves. All right, that's a 24. That passes. 12 from Jabari. 13 plus 9 is going to be a 22. Jabari, as you are momentarily distracted um, from hurting Corbo, two spectral hands grab you at your ankles and pull you down into the earth. You are in the rubble up to your waist and you feel some kind of monster like yanking you down, trying to like pull you down to hell. Oh fuck. <laughs> um, so you are restrained for now. Do not worry, uh, Jabari is simply being uh, pulled to what feels <laughs> like hell, but Jabari does not, Jabari is not afraid. Let me out of the backpack. <laughs> Can I use my reaction? Can I use that reaction that I had saved to try to pull him out of the ground? Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, I'll, I, I will allow that. Um, so yes. you see- Oh uh, good, yeah, so you'll run closer to us too. Sweet, um, I'm going to say it's gonna have to be a strength check though. Um, am I allowed to use uh, Tarragon's plus four thing on this turn by chance? Yes, you can use the D4. Uh, DC 15 strength check. DC 15? Yeah. I have, before I roll this thing, I have a 12. Okay, so you got to roll a three or a four on the D4. Oh, a closed on. loop hug. That's a four. That's oh, a power four. of friendship. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. These closed loop hugs have made some dramatic moments. Hugs? The, yeah. We should have been the doing hugs. Closed loop hugs and the, and the open <laughs> open circle crabs, you know? Yes. That's... <laughs> Uh, so you're the inner all, and the outer. You're all able to um, avoid this. Uh, Corbo, you're able to use your reaction to grab Jabari at the last second, um, pull him up before they can get him too, too deep. He just starts slowly sinking into the earth um, in a really Ugh. menacing way. Um, you guys see, uh, Corbo, it is your turn. Um, fire all around you. This area behind the wall has just been like leveled, just the ruins of the castle, um, and you uh, continue to fight the headless king. Damn, I don't even know who I'm talking to anymore. I guess I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit your lifeless, your 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 headless body. God, I swear to God, look at. Did that's you roll another nat, nat twenty? It's a nat. Roll yeah, nat I rolled 20. another nat twenty. Dude, oh my I, god! Cinco! Absolutely unbelievable. Yes. Bizarre. I'm gonna frame this dice. Uh, the second attack is a nineteen to hit. Uh, 19 misses. 16 on the my first attack. I'm going to use a flurry of blows. And, okay. Uh, uh, for the 16, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Corbo. A constitution? Yeah. I rolled a natural 19. That is a uh, that, 20. That is a pass. He takes the full right. 16. Um, you're able to override it. You just grit your teeth. Um, and you use uh, sort of the magical power of your way of mercy. Um, you hold, you've got this like string of negative energy um, and you send some positive energy back and uh, you hit him, you hit him with some positive vibes. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, I feel your pain, King. I feel your pain. I'm in, my head is in a backpack. All right. I'm going to go whisper that to Jabari's pack though. Are you, are you resting on Jabari's bed in there? I'm going to spend a key point to Floria blows. Okay. 
Fuck me. I think they're both going to miss. That is a, it's an 18 and a shout out to the two crew. Uh, both miss. All right. Um, so you see, you guys are dwindled, but he is dwindled. Obviously, uh, he's looking very fucked up. He quite literally does not have a head. Um, all of his <laughs> powers now seem to be more about not getting hit and about draining energy and stopping you, as opposed to before he was kind of like a brute force powerhouse. After your turn, that is his turn. Um, you see the cord breaks. Um, it is no longer attached to you. Yes. Um, but he is going to go ahead and do a chain attack. Again, these spectral chains come out. One will go after Tarragon. One will go after Jabari. Uh, 14 to hit Jabari misses. Good God, Tarragon. Uh, 24 to hit Tarragon. That one hits you. No. <laughs> Sorry. It, it wants you. This one, though only hits you for uh, 13. Okay. Am I restrained again? You are um, grappled grappled again, yes. Then he's going to take a um, mace attack. Um, You see, uh, is able to use like a bonus action, summons his giant mace back um, and swings on Corbo. Shout out to the two crew. um, Nice. Whiffs on him big time. Um, That is Tarragon's turn. Okay, then I will just keep doing Guiding Bolt because that'll set... Jabari up to get advantage if I hit. Great. Ooh, that's probably going to hit. 21? 21 hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is so sad. I only rolled 11 because <laughs> I rolled three ones a two. Okay. Two. Um, but uh, Jabari will have advantage on his first attack. Um, I don't have any key points left, so that is all Tarragon is going to do. As a legendary action, he is going to go ahead and cast... A spell on Tarragon. Tarragon, you have this out-of-body experience um, where you suddenly begin zooming out. Um, you basically like leave your body behind. You find yourself flying away from the battle, zooming out, um, but it's almost like infrared. Like You can still see all of the bodies, um, but then the world goes dark. Everything goes black. And the bodies below, whether it be the Cinder Sworn or zombies, Corbo or the King, you see everything just becomes like white and blue and grayish. Uh, it looks like you're almost watching like souls fight. And you are overwhelmed in this mm-hmm. moment by how small everything looks from here and how futile this fight seems. Um, you look in all directions, you see thousands of souls in all directions. This all just seems very small. Um, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Um, I didn't use my closed loop hug last time. Okay. I have a 15. A 15 passes. Oh, oh yes! Oh, all of that you was, that got me. I was tense. Wow. Yeah. It's small and it's pointless, but you know what? A garden is kind of small. Someone else is gardening us. We're the garden. You know what? And I can get in there. I can get in there. Um, uh, Tarragon, <laughs> still you, make something beautiful. Uh, fly back uh, into your own body. As a halfling, I know so, being small doesn't mean you aren't beautiful or worth fighting for. <laughs> uh, you guys just hear Tarragon says that out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> what? Jabari uh, agrees. I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Jabari would not argue. <laughs> yes. Jabari, that is your turn. Great. You have advantage uh, on your first attack against him. Fantastic. Jabari looks back at the head in his backpack and says, why don't we introduce you to an old friend? Uh, and I'm going to charge <laughs> uh, with the axe again. Uh, that is the nat 20 we've been Whoa! looking for. There he is. <laughs> yes, it Good is. God. 
23 points of damage on the first attack. Uh, he is uh, very, very hurt. Um, you see this this headless monster um, falls to one knee um, as you strike him with the axe. Um, you, you feel a bunch of bones break. Uh, and you hear him grunt from inside your backpack. Oh, I still feel everything. <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is good. Your body likes that. Uh, can we see if the stunning strike works on the first attack? Yes. Okay. Uh save. Still 16. Fucking stunning strike works. That's a, nat- <laughs> it's a natural six. Fuck me forever. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a 17, but okay. it's not a 20. Uh, so that still hits. We'll do it's a D10. 17 points of damage. And then uh, because I used key this turn, I'll use a key empowered strike to use my bonus action for one more attack. All right. Wow. That's going to be a 25 to hit. Good God. (laughs) Uh, And that's going to be 18 more points of damage. Jabari? Yes. Finish him. Good, because I pictured (laughs) this so perfectly. As I bring... Uh, the axe down, bringing him to both knees. I pull the head out of my backpack, place it back in place, uh, whip a arrow out of my quiver, and jam it uh, back through the uh, head so that he is uh, as he should be. Skewered. <laughs> so Jabari, yeah, you uh, place the head down. Um, you see um, through like necrotic energy um, begins to regenerate. You see his neck attaches um, back to his head. Um, He opens his mouth to like taunt you or say one last thing without uh, any words, without anything. Um, You shoot him back in the head uh, and it pins him to the ground. You skewer this horror and you see the king of the petty king of Outerborough, Thurston Brightleap with fire burning all around him. It's almost like a funeral pyre. Uh, I think Jabari gets a little emotional. Just a, just like a little. I think there is uh, as much as this needed to be done. Uh, Jabari wishes he hadn't had to. Yeah. You know, we we accidentally had a blood ritual when we should have had a funeral. So yeah. let's, let's give him some, you know, just a, a quick reflection now. He was a good man and it, he was a good king. A shitty horror, but a good man. I mean, it has only been, what, like a day and a half (laughs) since (laughs) since he should have been dead? Maybe Mm. we just pretend like the last, what, like roughly 36 hours? Just, we just, you know. Yeah. Always remember. Yeah. It's like it didn't happen. I choose to believe that he was being animated by something that, you know, wasn't him. He doesn't remember this. He wasn't here for this. I like that. You guys see the Cindersworn have stayed um, true to their word. Uh, you see that they have kept this attack within the castle walls. Um, you guys can see in the distance the um, the castle sits higher than the rest of Heronford. Um, you guys see as the sun comes up, you see uh, it basks Heronford in a yellow light um, and it, it looks uh, safe there um, 
as the except um, for the smoke inhalation except for the smoke inhalation everybody's <laughs> gonna have to watch out can, uh, can i even though i don't have key points can i sprout wings and fly around dispersing the smoke yeah. so that people don't you disperse you see <laughs> you see it. that some of the cinder sworn are up there just yes that's that's one of the uh, first things we learned about controlled fires <laughs> making sure oh, that smoke inhalation is not is not a thing <laughs> um and you guys see as you stand around the burning remains of the King Brightleap, um, you see Cadron lands next to you guys uh, flying down uh, and kind of holds her head and goes, Sorry about dropping you there. I kind of got hit by a giant mace. Yeah, no, you, uh, we, we just hope you're all right. That looked like it uh, didn't feel great. Yes, us yeah. hexbloods are proficient at falling so i only worry for someone like you who is not this graceful <laughs> right well actually i'm very proficient at falling i was able to oh. cast feather fall before i hit the ground so oh, see, i didn't even get even need i didn't even get hurt anything. at all it's just uh, i'm it's glad just our way so you landed perfectly and then we all, we fought the king the three of us right right but we had to fight if you'll remember there were little horrors that were coming out oh, and even though they the were little, little there were a lot Thank of them okay the okay guys. i appreciate can we just that. have a nice moment can we all just have a nice <laughs> moment yeah <laughs> what i i wanted to say thank you for aiding in our mission here we were able to successfully get out all of the non-horrors from within the walls that is what i call human beings non-horrors uh, clinical clinical but i will take it <laughs> yes thank you catering thank you uh are they all safely at pearl hill indeed good wonderful your body wonders who will be the new ruler of Outerborough now that both claims to the throne have been uh, killed by Jabari? Uh, <laughs> Seeing as Jabari has completely eradicated the line of succession. <laughs> I mean, by a lot of standards, it would mean that you're the new king, right? No, no, no. Jabari does not want that. Jabari has more grim work to do. Yeah, that's true. We have someone who escaped this that we need to find. Um, right. You see, Cadron um, shrugs her shoulders and goes. I'm sure the Empire will aid in the peaceful transition of power. My guess is that uh, it will be someone who is friend of the High Queen, but local to Outerborough. I guess that's the best you can hope for. Yes. We could use you in the Cinder Sworn. I know there aren't many Hexbloods left. If we were able to have a team of people to come with us and aid in evacuations, it would save many lives. I mean, I don't want to contradict you, but I do want to let you know that there actually are a lot of Hexbloods now. As of the last battle, uh, the the team has grown. Right. A lot of bench players. Now. Right, yeah, no, no, the Toads. There and they're are great. hundreds of and Hexbloods no, that would happily help you yeah, with your no, no, evacuation. No, 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 no. Great, yes, yes, the Toads. They wait for you in oh, Pearl Hill. Go okay. to them. Go to, to them. Yeah. All right, is that your way of politely telling me no, is, is, to, is to ask... The toads. As Tarragon said, we've been around for a long time. We learned how to say no to a job. <laughs> yes. Very well. We have, you know what? We have a little bit more business to attend to before we can take up some sort of fun work. It ain't that yes. your work is not noble. It's 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 very cool. It's 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 fun. Yeah, that's true. It'd be awesome. And Jabari thinks you guys are great, but yes, Jabari and his friends. 
have one more uh, <laughs> one more thing to take care of before Just we can you know one more jab one last right. job Jabari wanted to say one last right. job but Jabari <laughs> thought it was too cliche <laughs> Let's uh, say one yeah. one more job. <laughs> no, no, yes. As someone job. who works with plants, predictability is actually a good thing. So I just went for it. Wow. Oh, see, Jabari misses that. Jabari, <laughs> you have that. Jabari does not. <laughs> uh, you guys see, um, Kadrin nods and goes, Very well. Then I hope our paths cross again, but not in a manner that requires us to burn a bunch of stuff perhaps in a way that would allow us to not burn things and instead perhaps have eat a or even yeah. drink things yeah. yes wow. if you want to just come back to my terrarium and do lsd we can also do that mm. <laughs> <laughs> tempting my, my dog did it my dog did it two days ago and she's still saying shit it's really good wait Kendrick, before come uh jabari uh okay so so, uh, Terragon, you get on the right. Uh, okay. Kidron, you come here on the left. And Corpo, you go on the other side. And everyone oh. just, here we go. Around. Are we facing hug. in Kedron. or are we doing crab? Are we or, facing no, out hug, for hug, crab, hug. facing in for oh. hug? This is okay. Facing All right. Okay. So this is... two of us are facing out right now. And then okay. two of us are facing Tur- in. Jibari so we need to correct it. Jibari okay. is trying. This <laughs> so, is the first hug that Jabari has ever coordinated. Okay. So Jibari, Jibari I just feel like every time I face out, everyone else is facing in. And then I turn in and you all start facing out. Well, see, because no, Jabari right. everyone, you face everyone out. Everyone towards, towards the center. Everybody look at the center. Nose to nose. And we just grab each other as hard as we can and pull until the life is sucked from each other it doesn't have to be as hard as it, you can squeeze if you feel like you need to I, squeeze you see, hard she, that you squeeze know? is so hard i always like to squeeze i like oh to squeeze too yeah. yes yes that's a lifetime of hugs in one you guys come in for a hug um uh Kadrin, uh gives you guys a, a salute um and then flies off and joins the rest of the cinder sworn in the ashes of the fire here Tarragon, you see the dragon rose is is opening. <gasps> is it blooming? Uh, it does appear to be to be blooming. Does it look like it wants to be planted here? It looks like it wants to be planted here. <laughs> like a dog, not without, not with like fancy gardening equipment. Like a dog, I use my hands to just uh, dig a hole to plant it. <laughs> I think Jabari gets in there to help with his axe and is just full on like moving the dirt that uh, Tarragon shovels. You guys all get down. Uh, Lake helps you guys dig. Yeah. Um, uh, you uh, place the dragon rose in. Somehow Tarragon uh, is more dog-like than Lake in this regard. <laughs> I have my dragon wings out, but they're uh, they're like a dog's tail, a happy dog's head tail. Um, you guys push the dirt back uh, around the dragon rose um, and you see this rose that was when it was like closing a little bit was still massive it was like 10 inches in diameter you see it opens and it's like two and a half feet in diameter um just this giant rose um with huge petals um fully opens up uh in the ashes here okay i i think the castle is gonna have to have a greenhouse now (laughs) This is a good way to bully them into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody go ahead and give me perception checks. Now, this is an interesting question. It's flowering. Will it fruit now? Oh, I'd like to eat some dragon I don't know fruit. enough about a dragon rose. Yeah, you got to flower before you can fruit. That's a 21. 
18. 19. Corbo, you catch sight of it first, and somehow you know that it's the same one. Um, you see the little winter sprite that led you to the grove last time. Hey, friend. Uh, you see it begins um, spinning around and then moving back towards, uh, in the direction towards like Pearl Hill, towards like where that gate is. Looks like we got another mission. Okay, I just really quickly g- scrape a little bit of pollen from the uh, from the dragon rose, and I'm ready to go. Oh uh, yes, uh, Jabari. Uh, Jabari has his cot. Jabari has his friends, uh, and Jabari <laughs> is ready for a bath. <laughs> I am too. I think we earned a war tub. Let's go. Damn right. Uh, the three of you guys together head off out of Full the rubble. Sprint. At a full sprint. No, Dead sprint. no full sprint. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. Is somebody else tired? <laughs> oh, Jabari is not tired. I'm the opposite of tired. I'm hyped up. You can hey, can you sprint in those crocs, Terry? Let's go. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know how fast I can get in these crocs. <laughs> uh you guys rush off uh towards the gate, towards your next mission, your one last job. And that is where we'll end our arc. Whoa! (laughs) My heart. Oh, man. That was good. That was. The Hex Buds live. The Hex Buds live. They've got a mission. We will definitely be back with the Hex Buds. Absolutely. Wow. But a nice uh, little period on the end of of that chapter. That was Uh, a really cool battle, specifically for monks. And I'll talk about it why on the short rest. But I I saw what you were doing, Murph, and I liked it. Oh, thank you. Can't wait. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, guys, uh, check out our short rest. You can head on over to it at patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. We won't. We won't. Lou! Yes. What a pleasure. What a joy. Thank you so much for uh, joining us for this uh, awesome arc and for uh, ex- this is extremely experimental. We've never done something like this before. We just cut to a whole new cast of characters <laughs> and the people fucking loved it. And yeah. I loved it. Um, and and I loved in, it. That loved is in it. no small part um, because of the powerhouse role player that is you, Lou Wilson. Hey, I'll be, th- as I told Caldwell, I will be eternally grateful uh, to his child uh, <laughs> and the fact that they created this opportunity for me mm-hmm. uh, this has been I'm just uh, picturing Sydney showing up at your door when she's 12 being like you owe me <laughs> and hey I'll I'm tell calling you right in now, that favor yes I'll hey I will I will reply I will be uh, I'll kneel before her and say um it, uh, it uh, thy will be done uh, but this has been really special and beautiful and fun and uh, I thank you all so much for having me and all of your listeners for uh, you know tolerating me and my desire to have a character that exclusively uh, refers to themselves in the third person <laughs> uh, and we will um, uh, here's another thing to look forward to is uh, uh, next time we see Jabari, likely we'll have Caldwell back. We'll have some other uh, mysterious party member will join the Holy Hexbuds. Squatted. Uh, so uh, all the Hexbuds are, are still alive, so we will definitely see Jabari again. Uh, so don't you worry. Yes. Is there anything else uh, we'd like to plug? Uh, Jake, do you, uh, do you got anything? Yeah, we've got some uh, some P.O. Box stuff to shout out, so why don't we do that? Um, yeah. Thank you to uh, Lily T, who sent us a big pile of Japanese 
candies as well as some custom stationery for all of us. So thank you so much, Lily. And oh, thank uh, you. Thank the you. candies were so tasty. Wow. Good Lord. That's awesome. I have to move back to LA so I can get in on this stuff. Uh, Dustin I H. Know. and the crew at C4 Labs sent us an incredible laser engraved dice tower featuring the band of boobs. Wow. That is beautiful. Uh, you check out. Yes, it's very cool. C4 Labs. Um, we've also got Tom F., who sent us two growlers of Dangerous Man peanut butter porter from a local Minneapolis brewer and some art prints made by their girlfriend. You can check out emeraldnightdesign.com to see her work. Very cool. It was it was awesome. And there are big bottles of beer, wow. too. Wow. All right. I'm flying back tomorrow. <laughs> they could, like, they're, I think they're kind of like mini, mini kegs. Whoa. Yeah. Hell yeah. A couple more. Daniel M. of Alchemist Fire BBQ sent us two bottles of their line of custom D&D-inspired barbecue spice rubs. We got Pork Ferocity and Caldwell's personal favorite Power Word Grill. Wow. Whoa. Um, (laughs) You can check out all of their rubs at alchemistfirebarbecue.com. Jake from Kritzberg. Oh, I miss Kritzberg. Sent Murph, yeah. uh, Murph an anklet of location 20 to <laughs> minus 20 to stealth so that he won't startle Emily when it's, moving around the it's house. An, what? It's an anklet with little um, bells on it so that uh, Murph won't startle me all the time. You when would he still walks be scared of the bells. <laughs> if you heard bells, you'll just freak out. I mean, I it can't really... think of anything scarier than, than a quiet house and then you start to hear like bells. Yeah. I mean, why did we just ever get cr- a P.O. box if it wasn't for people to send us anklets, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, and lastly, Izzy F sent us an Australia starter pack, including musk sticks. I've been vegetables. waiting for you to mention this one. An Australian wine. I had wine. the espresso. Um, I had the wine with Caldwell and Murph the other day, and it came in a little like koala tote. Oh my god! That I think is from a local supermarket, which I have been using because it's incredibly good quality. We absolutely have to get back on the road. We've got to go to yeah. Australia. I still I eat, I eat Vegemite every single weekend. I had that starter kit a couple of years ago, and it stuck. <laughs> uh, and that's all. So thank you guys. Sweet. Um, and Lou, I realized I didn't ask you to plug anything. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, follow me at Sweet Lou Zinho, Sweet Lou Z I N H O on Instagram. Uh, check out my single Coda wherever you check your music. Uh, and I've been listening to this amazing artist who uh, is the first time I've ever DM'd an artist that I like, and they've responded, and we had a brief conversation. It was delightful. Whoa. His name is Joseph Shabison, uh, and his atmospheric music uh, gets me through the day. Ooh. Hell yes! Atmospheric music is such a good recommendation. Yeah, you need that. He's top notch. Uh, Check that out, everybody. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Next week, uh, we'll be having another uh, Rotating Heroes podcast. And over on the Patreon, we'll have another D&D court. Um, uh, But uh, this week, you can uh, obviously hear our short rest. um, And then uh, we'll be back with uh, the uh, Choo Choo crew uh, when we come back uh, at the beginning of March. Whoa. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can follow uh, our good friend Lou, Sweet Lou Zinho, on Instagram. Um, you can follow me at chmurf on Twitter, uh, at AXPert is Emily, at Jake Hurwitz is Jake, and you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. Send me Capix. We, we are Whoa, whoa, whoa. It is time to thank our benevolent Council of Elders, 
Starting with Brad D, Jeffrey S, Helder Frostbeck, Steelbreaker, and Matt M, the Tinder Sworn. Oh wow, a group of Imperial soldiers whose solemn duty is to ensure that no one is holding a fish or posing in front of Machu Picchu in their dating site profile pic. No fish. Damn. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, the Eldermorn Tea Society, a group of powerful divination wizards who read futures in the leaves at the bottom of their empty cups, a power they mostly use to foretell whose turn it is to wash the aforementioned cups. Effective. Closed loop. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, warriors who have fought against Jabari. Each fight ended in a draw because of how much they respected each other, and their battles are now recorded on Jabari's respect tattoo tableau located on his inner thigh. Wow. Danny P, Elena C, Mixologist Michael McD, and Victor T, Balner's boy. Train conductors in the Undermountain Empire's capital city. 1% of their job is driving the train, while the other 99% is stopping adventurers from trying to have dramatic fights on top of the cars. No fair. Andrew B., Justin I., TJM, the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M., Trele the Crefe, and Jared E. Corbo's crows. If Corbo had wanted, he could have summoned a swarm of them at any time. Corbo just respects his crow schedules. Uh, his crow schedules too much to summon them without sufficient notice. Yeah, that's true. Christopher B, Austin Bonesaw, MR, Damiel R, Cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt, and Octolick, Tarragon's fan club. To honor their favorite Hexblood, these acolytes of the herb grow plants in the holes of terracotta crocs uh, forged in dragonfire kiln. Whoa, Team Terry for life. Gage M, Sir Carl, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Kelvin Noodles, the Next Bloods, a scouting organization founded by Jabari to recruit kids who want to become Hexbloods. The group is fully unsanctioned, and most of Jabari's salary goes to fighting the several ongoing lawsuits against it. That sounds about right. Sergio Salazar, Solomon Sakurayas de Sesuani, Tras the Traveler, Jory as Dana G, Callum L, and Ryan, the Cinder Born. The children of the Cindersworn, arguably even more metal. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese and S. The Reapers, Peepers, like the toads, but they are frogs and they serve the Reaper. Uh oh. And they are wet. Whoa, they are allowed water. You gotta be a little jealous. Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, and Adam G. The Crit Council, which will come in the night and recall Jake's dice. They just can't have people critting that much. You're, you can try. I'll tell you what, you can definitely try. Mateo C., Knee Badger, Panama James, Chrono451, and Adrian the Halfling Bard, the makers of One Last Job, a fragrance in honor of the Hexbloods. Apparently it smells like ash, dragon roses, trickster groves, and wet dog. Spray, douse me in that, shower me in that shit. Dan Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, the croc dealers who have been working with Tarragon to make uh, to create signature shoe. Whoa. So far, they are bumping up against the fact that she wants to have a full rose growing out of each toe. You know, you can have that. You can get that. They're those little croc trivet things. CC, Lulu J, Lan T, Barnesinator, and Michelle O. The Society for Humane Assassinations. Turns out Jabari's beheading was compliant with their ethical standards. You'll love to see it. Timmy R., Jonathan W., Lucas B., Aaron S., and Kevin M. 
Elder Morn's therapists who help elite secret militias work through experiences where one of them is charmed and forced to attack another. It's a long process, and they're going to charge Dabari and Corbo of fortune. But you know what? It's going to be worth it in the end. Austin C., Hogfishes, Above Average Hog, Neork, and Stephen C., the newly dubbed Hexed Bloods, who joined the Cindersworn to help with future evacuations. They are the Cinder Toads. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. KJ, Rahul N, Mike K, and Maxwell C, the, tin the Cinder Toads, Mortal Enemy, the Water Frogs. There's nothing these dry, dry toads hate more than getting wet. Karen T, Justin Raccoon, Nick W, and Michael C, Eldermorn theme park tycoons who commissioned Jabari to design a Jabari the Safari ride. Wait times are frequently over an hour, but it's the only ride with actual murder. So, you know... It's worth it. Esme M, Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, and Big Bad Beardo the Mad. The next in line for the throne now that Weimar and King and the King are dead. Outerborough typically has five plus heirs because of what they call the Jabari contingency. Jack, Mihoff, Eric M, Burley T, Axel A, Nero, Claudius Caesar, Augustus Germanicus, and Christian A, members of the Cinder Sworn who don't get cool masks or firepowers, but they do get to carry around big fans to disperse smoke. If you're looking to book an extremely boring school assembly, they'll happily come and preach about the dangers of smoke inhalation, which might sound boring, but they are real folks. J Dragonborn, the Sandran, Ben A, and Fel Dunnis. Tomb Raiders who are about to have a field day raiding the ruins of Jackalope Keep so long as a spectral hand does not pull them down to hell. Dave H, Catherine S, K David K, Christian S, Keith K, and Brittany B, a crew of fire elemental guards who stayed behind and refused to abandon the castle, not because they're brave, just because they're immune to fire and they didn't feel like moving. The Time Walker, Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, and Blair, the Bug Blair Barbarian. Eldermorn paparazzi who snapped a sick pic of the headless king fighting the hexbuds. Unfortunately, they got too close to the action and were sealed in a casket and, of course, sent to another dimension. Dear. Pork Chop, Chenille M, Alice, Minette F, Pat L, and Akyutha A, Eldermorn roller coaster designers who dreamed up a really cool haunted coffin ride for their amusement park. Sadly, everyone is just too afraid to go on it. But you know what? It would be super fun if you did. Lauren H, Josh D, Janina E, Maddie Y, Alex H, the eldest Barry, Cindersworn, who absolutely almost ruined an ice skating themed birthday party. Thankfully, when they melted the ice, though, it just became a pretty sick pool party. Ryan S, The Bone Duster, Joshua H, Robert Crisp, Idrazel, and Brentley C, heroic giants who fought bravely in the battle for Northborough. It is their memory that Jabari channeled as he sang, my king, and attacked his friend Corbo. So, you know, thank you for that. Micah B, Carly Ann, Jorge C, Connor Savage, and Russell H, firework shop owners who had to add Tarragon to their list of banned people from their shop now that she's unleashed the dragon. Terry, though, you're in good company. Uh, she's along there with the uh, with Cadron and other members of the Cindersworn. So, you know, not bad. Christopher J.O. Cole, the Goldfish Gremlin, Logan S. and Leviathan. Backpack designers whose new products are flying off the shelves. All thanks to Jabari, who gave them the idea to include a sever head in each of their products. Deme A, Biocourt 7, Kenny, Remington CD, Amber K, Mike R, and Everett P. Knights who have decided to take a page from Tarragon's book and are wearing rubber crocs into battle rather than armor armored steel boots, and so far it has not gone well. K Sose, Lindsay W, the uh, Adam C, the ASMR, Asimar, Carlin C, Anthony S, and Sally S, 
zombie hexbloods in the crypts of the castle who were so amped to become undead and fight, but sadly, they have to go back to just doing their Jabari-style workouts for now. Tristan, C, The Goose, Jake, Oren C, Emily S, Honk, Fonk, Bonk, and Zonk, and Matthew J, sewer workers from Brightly Keep who were just going about their business on Monday morning when suddenly they were transported to Pearl Hill. But, you know, solid, solid excuse for a day off. So enjoy that. And thank you all. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>